0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 384 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. It has been a while. Today's show is sort of the relaunch of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Ended up taking a little break. Things didn't feel quite right with the show. I was working on some other projects. Work took a weird turn, and uh, I'm back now, though. Had a lot of people reaching out about the show and actually had very good um, downloads to the show to keep up with the stats of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, since you're probably a long-time listener, if you're listening to this, and some of you might be new. But if you're a long-time listener, I like to share updates on how the show is doing, and surprisingly doing really well over the last couple months, even with no episodes coming out since before Thanksgiving time. I'll go into that a little bit in today's episode. This is the start of a new series, since it is the start of a new year, and it is kind of the comeback starting up episodes regularly again after a little bit of here and there, spurt type of thing. This series is what I'm going to call Back to the Basics. I'm going back to some of the general information I think people should know, and I'm going back to some things that I want to teach people and make sure you know as a baseline before starting down any of the more advanced things. I know that a lot of fitness people, a lot of different stuff, Can get caught in the weeds. A lot of people can get a little too detailed, overcomplicate things. And my mission with the Triple F podcast, Stoltz Fit, and all of these personal brands that I'm working on with fitness is to uncomplicate things, to make things a little more simple, easy to follow, clear direction, and get you crazy results. And that's that's what I'm here to do. That's what my mission in fitness is, and. That's why I'm starting this new type of series about the basics. I am doing three episodes a week now to update you on that, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm going to be reaching out to more guests to have on the show. So if you want to be on the show or you know somebody that you would like on the show, reach out to me through Instagram. I'm Stoltz Jordan on Instagram. That's just my general life content, farming, fitness, dogs, babies, whatever it is. That is where I am, and you can let me know through there or through email, which is always in the description of the podcast, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I'm going to go that direction a little bit, get some guests on here, talk to them, and then go over these basics that I want to for you guys. Let's get started with today's show, 384. Feels good to be back for another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome. Happy 2021 Welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Just played the intro, health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Those are the three things that I put in my cheesy little intro when I started the podcast in 2017, I think. I think it's been three years. The show grown a lot. The show has taken a lot of different directions, taken a few breaks as it did in the last couple of months just for personal reasons and I believe things got a little off course. I put out some good content. I'm proud of the content I put out, and I'm proud of all 383 episodes that have come before. This isn't a beginner's podcast, but it's not an advanced podcast, and it took a lot of different directions in the sense that I just like to talk about the things that I am doing, the things that are interesting to me, And that I feel I should share. And a lot of times, when someone is in the fitness industry, they work full-time in the fitness industry. And they eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. A lot of times, they can get a little caught up in the details. Caught in the weeds. And some of the podcast episodes really have been that way. I try to always simplify things, break things down, and be easy to digest. But I talk to hundreds of people a week. With coaching, and I am working with nutrition with people every single day. I'm working with training with people quite often, doing it myself, helping out friends and family. And you come to realize people don't have a good foundation. People in the fitness industry, maybe even you who's not in the fitness industry, but you have been you know, consuming this stuff for years and years, maybe you have a good base too, but people that aren't that typically don't have a really strong, solid base that they are basing other knowledge and more complicated things off of. That base, I believe, is what's lacking sometimes in context. You'll watch a video on YouTube of some fitness guy. He'll look pretty ripped, so you'll listen to what he says. But he starts spitting things out that you don't have any idea about. But the reason you don't have any idea about them isn't because he's not good at explaining them. It's because you don't know the beginning. You don't know the basics and the things you need to know to be successful. You can surprisingly make a lot of progress without knowing anything crazy. I firmly believe that. And that is why it's my mission to simplify things. A person that I follow on Instagram... Coach Swole, great follow, he said, in regards to building muscle, you're going to get bored before you get big. And that has stuck with me ever since he posted that. I often think about that in terms of other areas in life and fitness. You're going to get bored before you get lean. You're going to get bored before you get fit, before you improve your mile time. You're going to get bored before you get fast. You're going to get bored before... You make a lot of money, get your promotion, all these different things that are going to make your life better. And that's the truth because there's so much power in the simplicity. And that is why I'm starting this series today. I'm going to get down to it. I've already talked for seven minutes without actually going into anything. Filibustering, you could say. But this is episode one. It's episode 384, but it's. Number one of this series, Back to the Basics, where I'm going to be talking about the concrete things I think you need to know. We're starting over here in 2021. I gotta admit, my fitness has not progressed as fast as I would like it to in the last several months. And I'm not saying I regressed, but I didn't progress as much as I would have hoped. So I'm doing it with you. I'm dialing back, I'm getting back to the basics. We're all going to get in the best shape of our lives this year. We're all going to make big improvements to our health, our energy, our relationships, our performance, everything this year. This is the year. So I want to start from the beginning. So today I want to talk about the thing that you guys need to be successful. And of course you need, if you have big goals this year or over the next several years, it's goals, right? If you have big goals, you need goals and I wanna talk about goals and fitness. I wanna talk about goals in your nutrition and your working out, how you should approach them and the fundamental things that make good goals, okay? A lot of people, I will see two spectrums and you might fall anywhere on this spectrum. It's not black or white. It can go any way in the middle here and you want to be somewhere in there, but I wanna make sure you're not on either end too much. One side of the spectrum, is people that have no goals whatsoever. These people are a little aimless. They are a little bit um, just unmotivated, don't see the point. And to be honest, that is why I haven't progressed as fast as I hoped at the end of 2020, because my goals weren't clear and my goals weren't concrete and they definitely didn't excite me. You have to be excited about your goals. You have to have something to work towards. You're not a pro athlete, most likely. Maybe you are. That's pretty cool. But most of you aren't. Most of you are just doing this to look better, feel better. Maybe do some kind of event you've always wanted to do. Maybe you just want to look a certain way. Maybe you want to feel a certain way. Maybe you want to make all of the single moms turn their heads at you at the swimming pool. I don't know what your motivation is. But you have goals of some kind, even in that. And a lot of times this aimless feeling is going to really make you not stick things out when it gets hard, because motivation, as I always say, it's going to come and go, it's going to go up, it's going to go down. As I experienced this last year, and I'm sure we all had a difficult year in 2020 finding motivation, feeling excited about fitness and training and nutrition when you're trapped at home and there's other things on your mind like work problems, maybe family problems, relationships, money, all these things take a bigger toll on you and you put fitness in the backseat when you don't have goals that are exciting to you and that make you want to put in the work on those low times. We just experienced probably, you know, this is being just sticking to fitness here because there's a lot bigger stuff going on. At times than just fitness, right? And I know that. But in regards to fitness, we just experienced one of the hardest years ever for fitness. I think, you know, fitness companies have struggled. Gyms have struggled. People have struggled with their goals. A lot of people probably got out of shape, gained some weight, ate in ways they shouldn't have, weren't able to work out because of they didn't have a home gym or their gym was closed. Maybe their gym is still closed. And now people are looking for solutions. And you got to start with the goals. So that's one side of it. No goals whatsoever, aimless wandering around. And this isn't just you starting out as a beginner. This is anybody. If you've accomplished a goal, then what you know, once you get the abs you always wanted, what then? Once you hit a certain number on a lift, what do you do after that, you need to have direction, a long term plan, and goals that get you out of bed to work out in the morning. The other side of it, I see quite often with people actually brand new, people excited right around now, New Year's, right? It is February, but I I digress. We see these people all the time in the fitness industry that have crazy goals, lofty, lofty goals, and I like that um, honestly better than goal-less because I want to see people excited and I want to see people get after it even if you put in six weeks of hard work and then have to dial it back, that's better than not doing anything because you're aimless. But a lot of times you'll push yourself a little too hard, or to maybe say it a better way, you'll set unrealistic expectations of yourself, what you can do in a certain time frame. And most of the time, it's not the goal itself, it's the time frame you put on it. So, I am all for huge goals. I'd rather have someone come to me for coaching and say, I want to be 6% body fat, 700 pound deadlift, and run a five minute mile. I'd rather have them say that to me than, you know, kind of weak goals that they could do in four to six weeks. I like the crazy goals. What I don't like, and what's really hard to get people to back off on is when they say, I have these lofty goals, I want to lose 50 pounds, but they put a cap on it. And I have to do it by summer. That is when you get into trouble. When you're you have a little bit unrealistic expectation of how long it took you to get to where you are, and how long it's going to take you to correct yourself, right? You're not going to accumulate wealth overnight most likely unless you are a Powerball winner or something or you bought some GameStop stock. You're not going to you're not going to hit it overnight in fitness either. And it's a long process. It's a grind and it does take time. So you have to be real with that. And the timelines are what messes with people's heads. So I kind of came up today with a few different things. The concrete pillars of goal setting in fitness that I want to see people do. If they come to me for coaching or advice, I'm likely going to be talking about any of these questions to you. So the questions are going to be, you know, well, I'll 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 take this in a different direction. I'll talk about all different four. I won't list the questions I would ask you. I'll make you reach out to me for that. The first one of the goal setting pillars is going to be That they are realistic. That kind of goes along with the timeline thing. I want to see goals that are in the realm of what you could possibly do one day. And I say it vaguely like that because I don't think it has to be super attainable. I want you to set them high. Even if you miss on your super lofty goal, you're going to accomplish a lot of different things. Land of monks, the stars, if you will. But, you know, I'm not going to run a 10-second, 100-meter dash. That's just facts. I'm probably not going to bench 500 pounds. I could set that as a goal, and I would likely get a pretty strong 400-pound bench. Maybe I would run a lot faster. But, you know, be realistic with what you got. If you're 60 years old, be realistic. If you are very, very overweight, be realistic. If you just aren't built for something, be realistic. I want you to be realistic with your goals, but also aim high. And that's kind of the balance that a coach will help you with. What are you capable of? How hard should you push? And how should you do it? That's something that a coach can really help with. The other part of this is I want it to be this is going to be bad grammar, forgive me, reverse-engineerable, something that is able to be easily reverse-engineered. Reverse-engineered is exactly what goes into my mind when someone comes to me with a goal. I start thinking about how I would approach that, starting from the end, not from the beginning. I don't look at where you're at and how you need to improve. That's not the first thing that crosses my mind, what crosses my mind is how does someone become that? Tom Brady just won a seventh Super Bowl. How does Tom Brady win seven Super Bowls? If Tommy comes to me many, many years ago, before he's even in the University of Michigan, comes to me, says I my goal is to win seven Super Bowls by twenty twenty. I would, you know, talk to him maybe about a realistic goal. You're not the best quarterback around, blah, blah, blah. I would be wrong. But I'm not going to look at, all right, this guy is slow. This guy is, he's tall. His arm's not quite strong enough. I wouldn't look at it that way. What I would look at is look at the avatar of a quarterback that wins seven rings. What does he need to do to be there, you know, and then work back from there? If you're talking about a fitness goal, But say, I want to squat 500 pounds. That's a big goal. Squat 500 pounds. How would I approach that? I'm not going to say, well, look at those legs. You have a lot of work to do. I'm not going to do that. What I would do is say, what does a 500-pound squatter need? They need perfect mechanics on a squat. A 500-pound squatter needs good mobility. The squat's got to feel comfortable. A 500-pound squatter needs to carry, most likely, a good amount of mass on them to do that. It's going to make it easier anyways. A 500-pound squatter, of course, is going to have very strong legs, very healthy knees, so on and so forth. That goal is not necessarily the point of this episode. The point is, you got to reverse engineer the goal. What is the makeup of the thing you want to become? If you want to look a certain way, we know Break that down. You want to look like Wonder Woman. What does Wonder Woman look like, and what are the attributes that she has that you could work on, and then work from where you're at towards those? This helps a lot of people with physique goals because a lot of people will see someone, you know, this is common for young guys, I think, especially. Females, too, to a certain extent, but females' goals can sometimes be a little bit different. But I'll talk in general, you know, for both ways. But it's common in guys a lot. They'll see somebody, I don't know, Thor, right? I'm a, some, for some reason on these Marvel examples right now. They, you see Thor. You do look like Thor. All right. That's a fine goal. Sure. And it helps reverse engineer because. He might just see Thor and be like, Well, Thor has abs. I'm going to diet, but he's already too skinny, right? So you got to reverse engineer. Thor is lean, but has well developed muscles. So you got to train, you got to build the muscle. It helps as a coach to reverse engineer like this, and it's something you should be doing in your goals. So that might take practice, but try it out. So those are the two things so far. Be realistic and. Reverse engineer. The other one I want to do is to have many goals along the way. In a simple term, this could just be plates on the barbell, right? If you're trying to get a 400 pound deadlift, you know, deadlift 135, deadlift 225, deadlift 315, deadlift 405. That's like your benchmark goals. You need to have these little checkpoints along the way. Imagine you're playing a video game and you pass levels or you get little coins falling down from the top of the screen. You need things that can get you excited, keep you motivated, you know, share it with your friends, your gym partners, your family, social media, whatever. So you can just keep up the motivation and the excitement of the goal. It helps, you know, if it's weight, maybe it's every 10 pounds on the scale. If you are 300 pounds and you have a hundred pounds to lose, it's going to be frustrating if the only victory in your head is 200 pounds from 300. What's going to be a lot more exciting and motivating and just awesome for you is if every 10 pounds is a level. You hit 290, coins fall from the top of your brain, right? 280, 270, 260, so on and so forth, down to 210 and then 200. You hit, you won the game at 200, you hit the final, right? You hit your goal, but each 10 pounds along the way was a big achievement. And that helps you be excited about even the little things. It's not all or nothing at that point. Even if you fail and you don't hit 200 pounds, if you're excited about hitting 220 from 230, you're probably going to keep going, but you'll also just feel great about getting that far. And that is very important. That's important as well in strength training and training in general because the improvements are so small once you're not a beginner anymore. It might take you months to put on 10, 15 pounds on a lift, and you have to be excited about each 5-pound gain or each 2.5-pound gain in some cases, each extra rep you can do. You just have to be so excited about it. I'm going to be experimenting with something in my training that's going to really take advantage of this as a side note. And I'm going to explain that to you on YouTube. And I do not have that set up yet because my YouTube channel kind of morphed into a farm channel and a personal vlog channel, as you might have noticed if you follow me on YouTube. You can stay following me there for some great content of my life, but fitness stuff is going to go on a different platform, and I'll talk about that later because it's not set up. That's a side note, but I want to... Just stress how important it is to have these benchmarks, little achievements along the way. And the last thing, the fourth pillar that I wanted to give to you today is to be specific. You got to be realistic, got to reverse engineer them, and you have to have these little benchmarks. But I want you to be specific with your lift, right? I don't want you to tell me. I mean, this is so common, and is probably what you're thinking is your goal, a lot of you listening. So many people come to me, Jordan, I want to, I'll, I'll say, what are your goals? They'll say, you know, Jordan, I want to build muscle and lose fat. I want to tone up, and I want to look better. That is a very vague goal. I want to look better. Who doesn't want to look better? Who doesn't want to feel better? And, you know, who, if you're into fitness, who doesn't want to build muscle and lose fat? Sure. I like specific goals, measurable goals. I, I like when a kid comes to me and says, I want 18 inch arms, right? I don't know. Maybe you come to me and say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Boom. We can reverse engineer that. We can set benchmarks. We can set up a plan, a long-term thing, a journey for you to hit that goal maybe it's training, you know, I want to get stronger. No, say, I want to hit these numbers, or I want to, you know, be able to do this injury free, maybe you want to run a marathon, maybe you want to um, do a powerlifting meet, bodybuilding show, I don't know, there's a lot of different levels to this and a lot of different areas that you can dabble in. But I like specific goals, it's going to help the coach, it's going to help you find the right coach for you. It's also going to help you write your own program, write find a program for you to follow where you're not just kind of doing what you think you probably should because that's what people are saying to do. You can, you know, go deep. You see if you want a if you want a big deadlift, you know, follow a deadlifting program specifically. If you want to run better, you know, why are you doing Zumba classes in your living room, go run, right? These are pretty basic examples, but it's important to set specific goals. So this is the basics. Number one, the first of this series, setting goals in general, the four pillars are good to keep in mind in general though. Just remember you have to have goals and you have to be pushing towards something to keep yourself, Excited and motivated. I don't even care if it's crazy aspirations. I don't think any goals are silly. You know, even if it's just for you, you know, you can look a certain way just because it's going to make you feel accomplished, and that's just fine. And I just want you to be excited about fitness in the way that competitors are. It's going to help you give your all on times you don't want to, it's going to help you in down times of motivation. And times where other stuff is stressing you out. And it is the precursor to actually executing. You need some kind of direction to go. So there's more stuff coming up. Like I said at the intro of this show, I'm doing three episodes a week now. Back to that, like I started to in the beginning. That format, people just like better. And I reduced the number of episodes because I wanted a break from it. But similar to the fitness thing, back to the basics of the podcast. Three episodes a week. For real this time. And going to be getting a lot more guests on. Hopefully going to be reaching out to a few people every week, getting some people, referring people to the podcast, and I'll be talking to them about whatever they are specializing in, right? And we're not going to twist that interview into any certain way. Whatever they want to talk about, we are going to talk about it. And I thank you guys for joining me for all of those along the way. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. I will let you guys know about the YouTube content, the video content of the podcast and fitness stuff that's going to be coming out in the future. Right now you can head over to Instagram Stoltz Jordan and follow my personal Instagram account there so we can get in touch via the direct messages and hopefully um, chat about your goals chat about what you want out of the podcast, who you want to see on it, and what I can do to help you. Fitness is really complicated. People go into the weeds. I'm here to simplify and get you to those goals that you hopefully now have set. So go down, grab a piece of paper out of the junk drawer, sharpen your pencil, and write down those goals. Put them on the fridge, put them on the mirror, and let me know what they are. Thank you for listening to another show, episode 384. It feels good to be back, everybody. I feel like this is a good show, and there's lots more good stuff to come. All the craziness is over in my life, I hope. It never is, but I'm ready to face it anyways now, and the podcast is back rolling. The comeback has begun. Thank you for listening. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, and I'll talk to you guys next time.